Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hey everyone, this is George Soto with Soto Ventures. Hope all is well. I'm here with Kevin Romani, who is BD at Close.io. Yep. How are you? Doing well, how are you? Good, thanks for coming out in the morning. Yeah, glad, here, to, glad to be here. I'm, I'm really excited. Awesome. Well, I know, you know, well, first of all, I know Steli pretty well. You know, it's it's interesting because I met Steli randomly online or something. I was doing something called Sales for Startups, and you were doing Elastic Sales, yep. which we'll talk about in a second. And first of all, for everyone who doesn't know Steli or who's not aware of Steli, Steli's like the Greek-German, well, he was Greek and then Brought up in Germany, yep, right? Yep. Greek origin, brought up in Germany. Yeah, but like Tony Robbins slash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's he's the sales guru. He's he's uh, where we all learn sales from. Yeah. So, anyways, I love him tremendously, and he had mentioned to me he said you need to connect with Kevin and uh, hang out, do something, and here we are after a couple of times that we hung out. Yeah, so yeah, for definitely. And thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your background? You know, how'd you actually end up at Close? <laughs> yeah. And I know that was quite a journey there. Uh, yeah, it's so uh, it's really interesting. I uh, um, I so didn't do sales ever before. Uh, what I do right now, I studied mechanical engineering in college. I graduated. My first job out of school was uh, working at uh, NASA, the Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena. Nice. That was pretty um, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was amazing. It was like the most one of the most inspiring things I've ever done. Um, I got to work on the the uh, Mars rover project. Um, uh, the the one that landed in 2012 and, and the current uh, the, the largest rover we've ever sent it's literally the size of a car it's phenomenal um, got to work on that project uh, got to work on the project that discovered water on Mars uh, it was called the Phoenix mission um, now hopefully we'll discover life on Mars uh, with the uh, the mission uh, that I worked on called the MSL um, but since then uh, I worked there for a while and then after those projects wound down I, I went on to do um, I went on to work for a couple of mechanical engineering startups and I just had this bug in me that I, I needed to do something on my own. I needed to kind of build my own thing. I mean, ultimately, yeah. I want to do some really big, amazing things with respect to engineering, kind yeah. of like Elon Musk. That's yeah. my hero. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Uh, and, you know, I want to kind of do something that's going to change humanity forever. Yeah. Um, so I realized that I needed to learn how to be an entrepreneur. I needed yeah. to, to build a business. So uh, the best way to do that is start your own company. Mm -hmm. um, so got together with a really great friend of mine, Jason Katzer. And if you don't know who he is, you will someday very soon. He's one of the most brilliant people I know. Uh, he and I started uh Two companies, uh, you know, different times. We failed the first time, tried to try it again, failed miserably the second time. But in the process of that massive failure, um, we met with Steli uh, and uh, became friends. Steli uh, was personally mentoring me and teaching me how to do sales. I was doing sales for my company. And then uh, that eventually they, they asked us to join the team because they were doing this massive pivot. And that's how we got started. Can you talk a little bit about the pivot? I know the story. Sure, um, sure. But for, for the folks out there who would benefit, and you don't have to go too deep into it, but I think it's yeah. great. Uh, well, so so the story is really interesting because, um, uh, you know, the original company, uh, which now is called Elastic, and the product is Close.io, the original company was called Swipe Good, and it went through YC, 
Coming out of YC, uh, a little bit later, they decided to pivot because things weren't quite going so well. Um, there wasn't a lot of growth. So uh, the idea for the pivot was we're going to do this sales as a service business. So we're going to do a business where we are going to be the AWS for salespeople. And any company that needed to ramp up the sales quickly can just hire us and instantly, you know, turn the dial, so to speak, and sure. get salespeople selling for them the next day. That was the, the big vision. Uh, we wanted to be the world's sales force. Um, and to, to some extent, we began to accomplish that vision. And that's when that was the time when I joined to help start that part of the business. And literally, the most interesting thing about that is on day one, uh, we took a list of people, uh, you know, we scraped Crunchbase, we pulled a list, and we just took out a cell phone and started cold calling them and selling them on on-demand sales team. And literally, there's only two people yeah. selling. There's like Steli <laughs> and me. We're selling an on-demand sales team. Uh, and people bought it. You know, they said, hey, yeah, this sounds really interesting. Uh, I want five salespeople. And we're like, well, we can't give you five salespeople <laughs> today because we want to start you off with a small pilot with one person. If that's successful, we can grow it. Great. And that worked really well. People uh, bought into it. And then we brought our first few clients on board. Uh, within three weeks, we had two, two major clients that we were selling for. And selling quite successfully for, yeah. uh, make closing tons of deals, and they were pretty happy. So we grew an entire sales team around it. Now, the one thing that we did differently uh, than a typical services business is that given that we were all startup guys, they were, they were all technology background, and we had some amazing people on the team that could code like nobody's business, we said, you know what, the way we're going to succeed where no one else has succeeded before is through technology. We're going to power the sales team with technology that helps salespeople do better. Mm -hmm. But we were thinking of this for our needs, not for anybody else. We wanted to say, all right, if sales guy is spending all of his time making calls, we know for a fact that making more calls will help him close more deals. So how can we build a better dialer? Mm -hmm. So we started with that. Then how can we add better email management? How can we add a better list management? And then it kind of grew from there. We built this internal tool. And literally, you'd have the engineers sitting in the same room as the salespeople, watching the salespeople on the phone. It's amazing. Looking over their shoulder and seeing what are they doing? How many clicks does this take? What, uh, you know, what is the workflow? And and our engineers were asking important questions like, why did you do that? Why did you do it in that order? Why did you send that email now versus at the end of the day? You know, why did you type that whole email out? Is there is there no template that you can say? just lots of important yeah. questions? You know, and, really and understanding the workflow exactly. Yeah. And 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 that what that resulted is in is that the engineers were constantly building tools and made the biggest impact. And then the other thing was we understood sales. So we knew what are the fundamental of sales is communication, yeah. right? Um, as we call it, sales is result-driven communication. So what what does I that mean? I love that. Result-driven. Result-driven communication. I love that. that it, and, and, and that's what it is. I mean, uh, and so what should a software help you do if you're, if it's sales software? Well, it should help you communicate better yeah. and communicate more. And ultimately, the simplest, the surest way, no matter how terrible of a salesperson you are, the surest way to double your sales is to do double the number of the amount of volume, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's always other situations and cases, but the simplest, yeah. the baseline, double your volume, yeah. double your sales. Well, you know, I love that because when we talk about the fundamentals of sales, right, what are those activities that lead to deals? Yeah. It's communication. It's communication. Yeah. It's not going to be sitting around researching somebody. You know, it's not going to be sitting around pinging them on uh, on or researching them on social media. It's going to be to pick up the phone, and call them, or to send them a tweet, or to send you know send them an email that's that's effective in getting them to talk to you back. So we knew that that was what was important. So 
we would, the engineers would get that from us and be like, okay, well, that's what we need to focus on. And again, never decided to sell this to anybody else. It was just for internal use. It was just to build this massive sales force. So uh, lo and behold, we started doing quite well. We, we sold, you know, we did sales for over, you know, 200 venture back companies, some very well-known names, um, you know, reputation.com, grasshopper, a few, few, few yeah. well-known names in, this, in SaaS. They, uh, a lot of them would ask us, like, wait a second, how does your sales guy do 400 calls a day? Like, how does that even happen? Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, just kind of have the secret sauce, the secret software that powers it. Or it'd be another person asking, how did she close three times as many deals as any one of my best reps? Yeah. Like, what is going on? And it was always came back to, well, it's the software. Can we use it? Nope. Sorry, not for sale. And this repeated over and over again. Over the, the course of a year, year and a half, we were doing elastic sales. Over and over, people would ask to use the software. And so we decided uh, maybe there's something to it. Maybe the software is really something that people want because we might have solved a need that the market has. And so finally, we decided that, you know what, we're going to launch the software. January 2013, we launched. Um, it was clear on day one. Like, well, uh, hypothetically, uh, uh, it was clear within the first few weeks that people wanted to use the software. People were buying it immediately without a need trying to sell them. And, um, and it, was, it just kind of took off from there. It was great. And now it's three years later. Yep. Three yeah. years since since the launch of Closer. More than three years. Yeah. More than three years. Yeah, that's right. What, 2016-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've been profitable for two of those last of nice. years. Nice. I love it. Yeah. And it's been great. It's We've grown cra- like crazy. In that first year, as Close.io grew, um, we we knew the writing was on the wall. The services business is hard. It's hard to scale. Yeah. It's entirely... Um, it's uh, The growth is geometric, right? Uh, for every salesperson you add... You had an incremental amount of, of revenue. So we knew that we needed to, uh, you know, and, and the, the software business was more scalable and could make a bigger impact to the world. Mm-hmm. So we, we decided, you know what, let's ramp down the services business, ramp up the software. And we literally had a, had a revenue target. Every single month we knew that this is how much money we need to bring in to keep the company profitable, to pay, pay the bills. And as the software added more and more customers, the services would cut it down slower and lower mm-hmm. and lower and lower. And eventually you know, the software overtook the services and then we we're like, okay, we're done with the services. Amazing. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. And that's how we transition. Now, do you do any consulting today? If I'm an organization who buys clothes.io yeah. and I want a little training or is that? Absolutely. Okay. There's so much knowledge and experience we have. I mean, literally we did sales for, you know, 200 companies that, that gives you an insight into business like nobody else has. Yeah. And uh, as a result, we're able to help people through advice, through training, through uh, consulting. It's not the ma- main part of what we do. You know, we've poured all that knowledge and experience into the product yeah. to turn it into an amazing product. Um, and we have, we have a great vision for where the product's going to go. But it's still not something that um, uh, it, it, it's still something that people find value, and so we 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 help out our customers. Well, I got to give you a little shout out. So, in terms of the software, imagine a user interface that has all the most important actions in a in a user experience and in a feed that is that makes sense. So, if you look at like Salesforce or some of these other CRMs that I think were built by like. I don't know, engineers, don't get me wrong, like Node is on Salesforce, et cetera. Yep. It's the big CRM for the big companies. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the most intelligent, you know. Um, anyways, shout out, check it out, close.io. I wanted to ask you quickly before we head out here this morning, you know, if I'm a founder who's got a, a product, let's say a minimum viable product, yep. 
and I want to get my first, let's say, five to ten customers, and yep. I'm starting at zero. Yeah. What are like two or three tips you would give me? Um, well, that's a good question, and, and I get asked that a lot. Um, so, so this is an important time, right? When you've got a minimal viable product, hopefully you've got a couple of customers that you were able to get because you knew somebody or um, you know people that you're you're connected with, and you're able to get a few people on the platform. Um, so. One thing, you know, you really want to talk to those people that, that are using the platform and just ask them why they chose to buy. And that's that. Yeah, and believe it or not, it's it's such a simple thing. But getting a good, better understanding of why what makes people purchase will massively affect the way you pitch the product to other people. Uh, and then you can pinpoint that that pain and solve it. But the uh, the simplest thing is don't do something that's scalable. Do something that's entirely unscalable. You know, um, I, I, if you're in the early stages and you want to add your first few customers, you probably want um, a little bit more uh, clarity from the market that it's not just people who know you are going to buy, it's people who don't know you are going to buy. And so that's why you need to target people that, that you don't have any prior connection to. Um, I, love the, I love the very simple, like, hey, pick up the phone and call people. Yes, it's cold calling. Yes, it's looked down upon in this in day and age, but it gives you instant answers of instantly what the problem is, what, what people's objections are, what you have to overcome to sell them. And believe it or not, a lot of people that are in your place are not doing that. So you have the advantage. You just pick up the phone and call people. Um, so I, you know, uh, I like to look, look, you know, pull a list of companies that I think would be a good fit, do some research, find the right contacts, uh, test by sending out a few emails to some of them, uh, pitch, uh, asking them for a call. Maybe you can pitch it as like, hey, we're, we're kind of uh, launching this new product. We, we're in a beta stage. We'd love your feedback. Um, but basically, you want to tr attempt different trenches of, of communication to try to get people on the phone. Once you're on the phone with them, um, you just you just want to ask a ton of questions, ask as much as you can about these people, and then and then pitch them your product, and, and that's literally as simple as it is. But don't try the oh we're gonna do social media, we're gonna do uh, PR. Pick up the phone and call people. Yeah. Why are you waiting for? Why should you? It's gonna take weeks Amen. or months to to do Absolutely. it. You can get your customers tomorrow if you just picked up the phone and call people. So what I'm hearing is. First of all, kind of focus on a list. Now, does that list, is that like a spreadsheet? I mean, what does that list look like? Um, so, uh, you know, you want to, uh, assuming you have a couple of customers or a market that you target, you find customers that are a little bit smaller in that space. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you can use any services. There's so many services out yeah. there that will help you find contacts of people. You know, Datanize is, is one of them. Zoom Info, there's a bunch of them. Um, you get the contact of the person and then you just call them. Like, and that's, <laughs> that's all. Like, just call and talk to them it's and see that what simple, it is that simple right? it's people make it too complicated i just talked to a founder uh, recently um he's got a a business uh, that they sell to uh dentists mm -hmm. and they they're um they had a few customers and they're trying to they got them through like uh, being out and about and meeting people at conferences and stuff and so he wanted to know how he can scale his customers. He wanted to get to the first 100 customers. So I asked him, you know, how are you currently getting customers? Oh, we're sending a lot of emails out. What's the response on those emails? Very little. Um, you know, how many emails have you sent? A thousand. Uh, how many results you get? Zero. Nothing. Yeah. What, have you tried calling anybody? Like, no, I, I you know, I don't really. That's like, the response I always what? get. Well, I don't know. I don't, you know what? Why not? Like you're the founder, just pick up the phone and fucking call somebody. Yeah. Like you're you're gonna learn more in in a minute than you would any other time, and you might learn that it's really hard to sell somebody yeah. on the phone. But at least you know that. Yeah. Um, 
that's my default go-to, right? I just pick up the phone and call yeah. people. I don't even think about it twice. And then I, I take it from that. It just It's an iterated process. Try calling, then try emailing, try uh, try groups, social media, try meeting at conferences, try referrals, yeah. try... There's so many ways, yeah. but you've got to try each one. You cannot eliminate it based on your personal biases. You got to... If, if it's something that you makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. if it's like, um, like, I don't know if that's the right... Then, then that's the thing you should do first. Yeah. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. Quick, uh, quick, just update for everyone. Close is hiring. Yes, SDRs. We are hiring okay. SDRs. We are hiring uh, AEs. We're hiring customer success people. Um, we're hiring support people. We're hiring across the board. We're growing uh, like crazy. It's, it's it's a really good time to join the company today. Um, or we're definitely going places. And so, if anyone wants to get in touch with you. Kevin at close.io. Any Simply tips on how to get in touch with you? Or if you want to call me, my, I'll give you my number, 415-275-3378. Cold call me. I will answer the call. Awesome. Kevin, thank you so much. Have a good morning.